Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 11th episode of I'm So Surecast. It is Tuesday, November 27th at 9.36 p.m. And I'm your host, Tim Early, and I'm here with Timothy J. Sullivan. Hello. Number 11. Hey, buddy. Um, so here we are. It's the 11th episode. Yep, we're officially one, well, I guess two deep in the double digits uh, number of episodes. Yeah, that's true. Because at first glance, I would have said one, but you're right. It's, it is two. Right. Wow. That would have been tri- That's tricky. So we made it. We did it, man. We here made we it. It only took us, what, three months? Uh, Something like that? Yeah, math. Um, but yeah, hey, remember to rate and review the podcast on iTunes because that helps us. Give us five stars, even if you don't like us. But then tell us you don't like us if you want, but give us five stars. Um, and also remember to follow Squick Squawk Sunshine on Instagram. The coolest fucking bird you'll ever see. Squick Squawk's great. She Dude. just posted a, uh, <clears throat> somebody drew a, a, like a picture. I saw that. So that was cool. That was cool. Check it out. Go check it out. Constant post. Constant content. Very constant, prolific. Constant content. Constant. That's exactly right. Um, so yeah, man. So here we are. What did we do today? Well, we went to the Goat. We did go to which the is goat. on L Street, yep. across the street from L Street Tavern or L Street Pub. Sure. What's it called? <laughs> it's that place yep. that we used to play at. That Jaws works at. Yeah. Millie's. Yep. And uh, so yeah, we ate at the Goat, and it was. So we walk in, and we stand there, and everybody stares at us. No, but I feel like people didn't even stare at us. I feel like no one even know, I thought we were like dead, like we were ghosts. There's just no acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then we're like, let's sit at the bar. And then we sit at the bar and like, I don't know. It, just, it wasn't at a corner seat. Yeah. There was three of us. So it looked always, like a corner, but it wasn't. The people on the periphery are always just, the person in the middle has to be the most interesting. Because yeah. then that way the people on the outside can like engage someone's either left but out or the person in the middle is being up. shouted at. wait a minute <laughs> something ain't right <laughs> right so the fact that i was staying in the middle i was like this is not gonna work yeah i just don't have the amount of interesting anecdotes to actually well the problem is is then you would talk to either me or kev like you can't talk to both of us that's exactly right that's so, the issue with yeah the so then we so. ended up switching to a uh table a nice drafty table this lady that was like a. I don't know. She had this like Stepford Wives robot thing. Yeah. So every uh, waitress that we've had there, with the exception of me, well, still even, still even her, there's they're weird. Everyone's like got like a weird thing about. It's them. almost like they were kidnapped and kept in a shelter for the last eighteen years, and they were freed by the FBI like a year ago, and they're trying to acclimate back to society. Yeah. Isn't like every that, time they come up to you, it's almost like a. I don't know. It's like they're like. They're Stockholm syndrome. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, Stockholm. Have you ever heard about the real Stockholm syndrome? It's actually yeah. so interesting. Remind me. Let's do this. So it was in Stockholm, Sweden. Makes and sense. It was like it's... bank robbers, and they took a bunch of hostages, and they kept them hostage for like a really, really long time. Forget the amount of like hours okay. or days. But it wasn't like weeks or months. Uh, no. Oh, okay. But something amazing happened where once. The people were freed. No one wanted to test. No one would testify against the bank robbers. They had like honestly nothing bad to say about them. And then some of them even like literally campaigned to raise funds for the bank robbers' legal defense. Ah. And it was so bizarre this psychological phenomenon that these many people could like be kind of 
I don't know, huh. like come over to the other side that they call it Stockholm <coughs> Syndrome. So I guess it totally did not work for my example. No. I think it was 1973 that was. That sounds about right. No, but I guess you're kind of right because if they were kidnapped and had Stockholm Syndrome, right? they wouldn't. I don't know, man. One of them just Whatever's going on at the goddamn goat is fucking weird. Yeah, one of them, the one we had tonight, nice lady, I'm sure. Oh, super nice. But she has, like, I think a really heavy Russian accent. She's definitely Russian. <coughs> so, Except she was not in a rush to take our <laughs> orders. <laughs> no, but, but she definitely was Russian. But so we, like, sit down, and she's like, hey, guys. And we were like, hey. And then she takes out her pad, and she looks at us, like, just looks. And I was like. I'll I'll have a uh, and then as soon as I started speaking, she goes, "My name is whatever her name is. I will be your server tonight." I'm like, "Okay, that was uh, wrong was timing. Very awkward. Very weird timing." And then so then she stared at us longer, and I was like, "So I think you're ready for my drink order." So I told it to her, and then she read it down. And the then, whole thing was just incredibly awkward. I think awkward. Kev ordered a vodka lemonade, and <laughs> I literally I thought like. The chip in her brain was gonna like just short like short circuit and like smoke <laughs> was gonna come out because she literally gave the weirdest the weirdest look I've ever seen like as if he just asked for like 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 the nuclear codes or something. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, just had no idea what was going on, and then she just goes, "Oh, vodka lemonade," and then he goes, "Yeah," and then she goes, "Okay," and then just walks away. I didn't know, even man. take Tim's order. I'm just kidding. I woke up the next morning <laughs> under my bed, which I thought was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly. And as you've noticed, we still have the soundboard. Almost as weird as the waitresses at Eric Sterling's story. <laughs> the soundboard is our newest cast member. Yeah. Uh, it is manned by Kev. And we added to it. Um, and here's the thing about the soundboard is some things will be added. Some things will be taken away. Then we'll have some staples that are always on it, and it'll just be it's it's for you. There's a lot of nineteen uh, nineties references to like popular TV shows and news anchors on there too. Yeah, so that's it's a, a little bit shit. is outdated, but you get the gist. You can yeah. sprinkle them in. Right. A lot a lot of these can probably go in context with whatever we're talking about. Some of them. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's some that can't really are fucking random, but they'll find their place. Yeah, but anyways, back to the goat. Um, so there's this thing that we always do when we're at the grill next door, and if we order a burger, we go, they're like, do you want fries or onion rings? And we'll be like, oh, we'll take both, half and half. And yeah, they're like, they, they call it the mix. The mix, yeah. And, and they, they do go, it. can I do fries and onion rings? And rather than just going, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Every time they go, oh, the mix, and you're like, yeah, yeah, you idiot. The fucking mix. I just said fries and underrings. Self-explanatory. Jesus, I don't on. care what you guys call it here. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I actually love the girl next door, but, like, come on. Um, so I, I was defending the girl next door, but I guess we're bashing them now. No, I love the girl next door. <laughs> I'm just saying they're just weird with their terminology. So at the GOAT, if you tried to do that, they would say they'd give you a hard no. Right, with the mix of fries and onion rings. Yeah, no. They will not do it under any circumstances. And if you laugh and go, wait, you're kidding, right? They go, no, I'm not kidding. And then they just won't do it. Yeah, so we tried to have some sort of like Freudian deconstruction of the type of mind that would lay down that policy. And we couldn't come up with any reasonable scenario why you wouldn't one. allow a mix of fries and onion rings. And you can always, you can even be like, sure, but it's an extra dollar. And what fucking person's going to be like, that's ridiculous. Everyone's going to say that's fine. You can't even pay for the mix. Is that right? Right. You can't. They will not do it. So here's my thing. 
Well, first of all, if you're listening to this and you do know the the reason why someone may do that, you know. Oh, let us know. Chime in. Email us. Oh, we have an email. Um, it's dot the dot tims at gmail dot com. So email us the answer yeah. to the question. But anyways, so whoever this psycho is that works there, that man's that you know, kind of is the the dictator behind their French fry entering policy. Yeah, um, I guess he's a segregationist. And I wonder if it's like the one. If there's one person in the back, and they're like, "Hey, someone wants half um, fries, half onion rings." And as soon as he hears it, he's like, "Nope, not happening." Yeah, nope. And it's he's just like, what? A staunch defender of his right, no well, fries onion rings mix policy. The keeper of the fries and onion rings said no. But, but I'm, to be honest though, given the waitresses that work there, and again, they're all nice people, but given the weirdness, it's. It really kind of actually does go hand in hand. You know what I mean? What a sound. Yeah. No, it totally does. But what did I, you get? I ordered a BLT. Yeah, you did. And my entire, <clears throat> the entire roof of my mouth is just. Oh, God. It is so jagged and cut up from You're the bread. You need surgery. And the bread's great. <laughs> the, the bread is great. But it's just a little rough. It's a little rough on the upper gums. A little rough around the edges. What's the proper name for the roof of the mouth? I don't know. Palate? Palate? Yeah, I guess the upper palate. Palate? No, palate? just a palate. Because I, I used to have a palate expander. Expander. Fucking loser, dude. Yeah, you're absolutely and it right. it made you talk like Miley Cyrus? The BL- yeah. The BLT is rough on the palate. Let's it just is. put it that way. Here's and by the way, that's not unique to the goat. That's every BLT. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, but my whole... There's a fix to this problem, and the fact that... Not every single restaurant does it. Kind of fucking blows my mind. All you do is you toast one side of the bread and you put that side on the inside, and then the outside is soft and the inside is crispy. It's why fucking problem solved? Why haven't people figured that problem out? Problem fucking solved. I really don't understand. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, because when you eat toast, you actually put the toast kind of on your molars. You kind of eat it like in the corner. Because you have to, yeah. But right. when a sandwich, you're eating it all in one bite, so the only natural place, if you're going to get a true sandwich bite, yeah, is for the jagged crust of the bread yes, to just erode And there's palate. like that little, there's that like bump on the roof of your mouth between where your two front teeth oh, are. Oh, betwixt? Betwixt. Oh, uh, that was a pretty fancy word. I feel like... Tim just said <laughs> a fancy word. Let's find out what it so betwixt, betwixt I think it's archaic. I don't think people B- use... Uh, w? Yeah, W-I-N-X-T. I, Wait, I, betwinxt? Oh, that sounds a little cooler. Betwinxt. Uh, another term for... It literally says archaic. Yeah. This motherfucker, it says archaic term for between. Yep. Wow, that was a really good... You did great. You know? All right. Tim just said a fancy word. Let's find out what it Right, you you know, you come here, you learn stuff. You come here, you learn a new word. For free, might I add. So if you want, go on our our Anchor. So you go to anchor.fm, you type in I'm so sure cast, and then just send us $1. Or Venmo us money. I don't give a fuck. If you do send us a dollar, yeah. if enough people do this, it's it really is going to just be... You know, it's going to show in the quality of show that we have. Right. Like, we can get more stickers for the show, which is going to improve your listening experience because we have stickers. We can quit our day jobs at one point and spend full time working on the soundboard. 
Not that we can really improve much on this. I think we nailed it. Yeah, no, there's no getting better. No. <laughs> I mean, once we had that, it was, you know, it's all Game over. There. Game fucking over. But, uh, uh, yeah, so anyways, the roof of my mouth is fucked. Uh, that's something that uh, all people that make BLTs should be aware of uh, in terms of how they toast the bread. I think that's a pretty good suggestion. Yeah. First suggestion for the goat would be to get a suggestion box. So yeah. So that I can let them know, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. Okay. Well, fuck it. <sighs> yeah, so, um, hey, man, you want to play Would Would You Rather? Yeah. All, All right. right. I actually have one for you. Do you? Yeah. All right. Would you rather? All right. Would you rather have a sore throat for the rest of your life, starting right now? Always sore. Now, think about what that feels like. Now, how, on a scale of one to ten, how sore are we talking? Like, when you swallow, you, like, kind of wince. Really? That's bad, dude. Yeah. Would you rather have a sore throat for the rest of your life or only have one arm? So, is the sore throat contagious in any way? No, you're not sick. It's just sore. Um, I guess I'd rather have a sore throat. Really? For the rest of your life? Dude, I'm not... Having one arm would be such an inconvenience. Yeah, that would suck. Well, all right. All right. Thanks, man. Would you rather... That was a good one. Good question. Yeah, not bad. (laughs) Um, yeah, so... So, I went to my high school reunion Oh, you did do that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 10-year high school reunion. Yeah, right. Graduated during the Bush administration. Yeah, right, dude. That, wanna, that was wanna, like two years ago. I don't want to date myself, but uh, it's been a while. But anyway, so we go in. I met up with three of my friends who happened to go to the same high school and thus were going to the same reunion yeah, beforehand. Okay. <laughs> okay, dude. So we met up a new report, took the train down, and then we're drinking like tequila on the way down. But I put like a lot of ice and a lime in mine, so it wasn't that bad. Okay. Yep. But <coughs> and anyway, so the whole time, <clears throat> so most of us hadn't seen like the ninety-eight percent of the student body we graduated with. Uh huh. In like ten years. Yeah, right. So we were kind of like we were almost almost into town, almost at the reunion, and then we were like, well, we should take advantage of the fact that nobody knows really what anyone's been up to over the last 10 years. And let's say we can just make up whatever we want. You know what I mean? You kinda, I do. Yeah, yeah, You got to live the lie for like a few hours. Make there can be 100 people in the room and 99 don't believe in you. Yeah, so we, there were 100 people in the room. No, <laughs> 99 don't know how full of shit we are. And so we're like, all right, this is perfect. But... So we went around and everybody said what they're up to, where they live now. We all picked some exotic spot. I think I said I lived in Mobile, Alabama, and was Roy Moore's. Uh, I was Roy Moore's press secretary. <laughs> I said I was Roy Moore's uh, press secretary um, slash publicist. And I'm sure anyone in- would believe that you live in Alabama. Well, but they don't. They haven't seen me in ten years, and I'm not on Facebook. So my entire graduating class thinks I'm dead. Okay, so okay. it was kind of like that's true. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like when like Huckleberry Finn attended his own funeral. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Uh-huh. Yep. So we all go around. We say what we want to do. One was like a pilot or something. I don't even remember the other ones. But then we said what we were doing and where we've been living. And then we kind of 
remember the bullet points of each other so that we could back each other up if if anyone asked us about the other one. Very elaborate. So we had this big thing planned. Well, it wasn't a big thing, but we're like, all right, if this comes up, which it will immediately, we'll just say this. So then we're like, all right. So then we're all gung-ho. We're walking in the bar. We're like, all right. So I'm thinking, all right, I got to remember what, you know, what I do now and where I'm from. And then so we walk in, but we took the early train, so we were the first people there. And then it was like just our class president, and that was it. And then she was like, hey, so what have you guys been up to? And then we all just like completely just crumbled and caved. And we're like, ah, not much. Still living like 10 miles from where we grew up. <laughs> and then that was that. That was the extent of the, the fictitious life. What a loser. But, yeah, it was like it was like the opposite of, of Walter Mitty. Ready to Let's see what this sound sounds like. Huh? Okay. Interesting. I was just curious what that would sound like on the microphone. Yeah. Uh, but no, really proud of my graduating class. Not everybody pretty much maintained their the weight. Not a lot of Oh, not a lot of fatties. Not a lot. Okay, that's good. Which is really rare nowadays, I find. Oh. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Everyone's fat. No, but there's they something really, wrong with they it. They really kept the weight off. Yeah. That's um, good though. So I just want to take a minute and kind of just appreciate that. Thanks, man. I appreciate. I appreciate. You know, appreciate. They're worth that. the wait. <laughs> you know, it's not worth the wait. People that take way too fucking long at an ATM. That's not what what's worth. That the is wait. not worth the wait. That is W A I T. Here's the thing. If I pull up to the ATM, which is usually like a standalone little building with all glass windows, so yep. you can see like inside. Oh, I love when you walk in an ATM in the summer and you get blasted with like super intense air conditioning. Oh yeah, or vice or vice versa. Right, where it's freezing outside and you get blasted with heat. Yeah, terrible. But um, oh, I guess it's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like saying how great it is. Clearly not listening. But so there's like one in particular that I use that's in Methuen. It's like a Bank of America, I think. But I pull up to it and there's always someone in the thing in like the booth. And you're like, Okay, they'll be done in a sec. And then you I sit. don't spend my entire day sitting around trying to memorize the fucking numbers to my fucking bank accounts. Moron <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. But uh so yeah, I went outside for this person to finish and it's like they're in there for so fucking long, dude. What is the if you go to an ATM? What are you doing? You're withdrawing money. How long does that take? Twenty seconds. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> and it's and it's procedural. I mean, yeah. you know the drill. You know what you're going into the ATM for, presumably, because you pulled over there to go inside it. You either need money or you need to deposit something. And you know it's either exactly deposit, what to deposit or withdrawal. Or if you're an idiot that doesn't have the app and is going in there just to check their balance, which I don't believe it makes up for even 1% of ATM Or even attendees. making a deposit. Like, you can do that on your fucking phone now, too. Right. So, I think the only thing, unless it's a cash deposit, that's really the only excuse is cash deposit, cash withdrawal. Right. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> so, when you go in there, like, you, you've clearly been into an ATM multiple times, okay? So, I know exactly. I always do fast cash if I'm withdrawing. Yeah, me you know, too. That's put a, in the that's pin, nice, yeah. you hit 60, 80, 100, press other if you need more, and then Jesus. type in whatever you want. I am the best person to be behind in an ATM because I am super crisp, efficient, and I don't waste any time. Well, <laughs> yeah, I just go in there, I take out my cash, I deposit it, whatever I need to do, get back in the car, and I'm long gone. I would love to be behind. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, man. But I agree. I, I don't think that applies to the vast majority I don't of think ATM I could. I don't think I could even exceed three minutes if I wanted to at an ATM. <laughs> like, give me a list of tasks, and it won't take me three minutes. I think if I were an actor in a film, and the director said, okay, the what you're going to do for the scene is you're going to walk in, you're going to go to the ATM, but really take your time. I think he would have to keep yelling cut because I was moving too briskly. He'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, what do you mean? I just made a withdrawal. He goes, no, 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 walk slower. You're supposed to be playing an average guy. And I would go, I'm just programmed to to walk this way. Uh Yeah. And it would be a really bad scene in in the movie about the guy that goes (laughs) to the ATM. Sounds like a terrible scene. (laughs) (laughs) No, but people are just slow, man. Uh, They're just slow. And... The the worst part is we live in New England, and if you ever meet someone outside of New England that spends any time here, they're all like, you people are assholes, you're way too fast-paced, you're way too impatient. Maybe which, that's which, me, dude. No, no, but which is true, but if we're so impatient, how come we have so many slow morons that live here that I'm stuck behind every day? I think... <laughs> Totally appropriate for that context. I think you just made me realize that I'm an impatient moron. No, no, no. But the point is I'm impatient, but the benefit to society is I police myself. So I'm too impatient to allow myself to get slow because I want to be quick. You know what I'm saying? So my impatience that I turn on myself is actually a gift to everyone behind me. The reason I'm fast in an ATM is because I'm impatient. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, I guess it does. It's the people that are too patient that see there not being an issue in them taking 10 minutes to take $60 out of an ATM. Ah, uh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, oh, idiots. I just wonder what they're doing. Moron! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the soundboard. That's great. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but we went, you know, when in, I live on like a really narrow street, so like... It's very narrow. Maybe a third of the time when you're going to like leave the street, there's somebody coming down the street in the opposite direction. So that so like you both stop and look at each other. It's only it's only wide enough for one car yeah. to drive down at a time. And it's like a Mexican standoff. So like exactly. you're like, are you backing up? Am I backing up? Are you, I think you're going to do it. So you got to kind of like hold your ground, but you also don't want to seem like a fucking asshole. Right. So you can't hold your ground too long. And it's a hassle. And when we left... Tim held his ground and the person moved for us, which was nice. Because usually I'm a little bitch. I just like any anyone is coming in the opposite direction. I'm like, oops, sorry, sir. I'm just uh, I'm gonna back up and then I'll back up and like park my driveway and they'll go and then I'll wave. That's a hot bitch, ain't it? <laughs> oh god. Oh but, no. Uh, I feel like everyone on my street fucking hates me because like that shit will happen and I'll like wave to them. I just did them a favor and now I'm waving to you after I did you a favor and these people don't fucking wave back to me. There can be a hundred people <laughs> in the room and 99 don't believe in you. There really are. Yeah, I noticed people aren't receptive to hand waving anymore. And it's weird because sometimes I'll wave and, and like they'll look away just at the right time and not see it. And then they probably think I'm an asshole. Like he didn't even fucking wave, but it's like, it was just the wrong time. And, but there was one specific time that I'm thinking of where I backed up for this truck coming down, backed into my driveway, let them go waved and this. I want to say like 80 ish year old woman was in the passenger seat. So I was waving to her, <laughs> not really doing like the, you know, the wiggle, not the hand wiggle. Right, I was just like the, doing like the, you open your hand and You weren't hold doing it the oscillating. 
No. Princess I was wave. palming her. I was just like showing her my palm. Right. Like if I was to take a picture of you waving, it would look like exactly. what you were doing. Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. And um, she looked at me, didn't wave back, and then physically lifted her nose and then <laughs> turned 90 degrees. Like That's so aggressive. Which is... To turn up your nose. I don't uh, think people do that anymore. I think that's like a... I think that went... 60s, yeah, I think that went 50s. out with like the 19th century monarch. Yeah. Monarchy. People don't do that anymore. So it, it made it like real... I felt so insulted, dude. Yeah, I feel like... The only time people do that is if somebody says something obscene while an old woman is like walking a poodle or something that you drastically do the upturned nose. And yeah, and like, and I was in my car and she was in her car, so there's two layers of glass between us. But I think if I could have heard the audio of inside that car when she did that, she would have went, <laughs> "Dude, you know so I mean? funny!" I was literally, I'm glad I didn't cut you off because when you. <clears throat> We're about to say what she sounded like. I was literally going to make that exact sound. And I wasn't even there. So I guess let me just compliment your storytelling because you painted such a, a good picture that I knew exactly what sound you were thinking she made. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. But, yeah, that's such a snobby thing to do, especially yeah, when you're waving. Nice. Yeah. And, by the way, if someone makes any effort to be polite to me, even if they just annoyed me for whatever reason, which you didn't do yeah yeah i appreciate it you know what i mean if yeah, some man. kid if some kid on a bicycle drives too closely to like rides his bike too closely to my car hood or something and like like hits his foot on my license plate yeah i'm gonna be like oh, that's annoying but if the guy goes sorry and it's coming across as somewhat genuine i'm like don't even worry about it i know yeah you know what i mean yeah any effort to just be polite goes a long way with me i feel like it would be so great to have Cause like, same thing. If someone cuts me off, they could do the most fucked up shit to me on the road. Yep. And if they wave, I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, don't worry about it, dude. It's the great equalizer. It really is, and I wish that you could have. Remember, um, they weren't really big for a while. Almost like stock tickers, but it's like this little bar that has words that move across it. You know. Oh, what I'm I remember about? those. I wish each car had one of those, and you could like send messages to other drivers via that. That would be a great idea. So, like, if you cut someone off and you could say, like, sorry, man, I didn't see you there or something. And then, like, the other guy would be like, no worries, mate. And he could use, like, M8 because, like, he's he's driving. So, you know, abbreviating. And I don't know. I think it would be great. Or you could talk shit, dude. You could totally talk shit. Dude, that's such a good idea. Or be like, did you realize you almost fucking hit me? Or, dude, or there was that one night. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast where – there was a guy on the highway with no headlights on. Yes. And so I was flashing my lights at him, and he thought I was being an asshole. And then the whole way he home. He thought you were being obnoxious. Yeah, and he was, like, high-beaming me and shit. From Moron! Like <laughs> <laughs> Probably yelling that. But if I had a thing that said, hey, man, your fucking headlights and taillights aren't on, he would have been like, oh, shit, thanks, bro. Dude, exactly. And you could do that all the time. And it would be great, too, where, like, if somebody's riding your ass, you could literally just write, hey, could you stop riding my ass? Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Something right. <laughs> you can literally just yeah. That's actually a great idea. Even though I don't think they want more reading material for drivers. No, but, they definitely don't. But I do think that that's a wise idea because a lot of road rage stems from either misunderstanding or just people overreacting. I totally. Or if agree. you could kind of put up the white flag, like, "Hey, listen, didn't mean to cut you off." A lot of people would calm down. Yeah, they'd probably be like less, way less road rage. Like that's a good thing about the law. It doesn't. Breathe, you can't kill it! 
Oh, but you know what? Actually, a perfect scenario that was. So I I went to get gas, and it was like it's a very bustling gas station. So there's a lot of people there, and so there was two north facing cars, right? Both pointed in the same direction, both gassing. So I was idling behind the last car. Okay. Yep. And then people were confused as to what the fuck I was doing because I was kind of in no man's land. Yeah. If I could just put a message that's just, just like, hey, I'm waiting to pump. Yeah. People would be like, oh, okay. Perfect. Because think about how many times you're like idling in a parking space. Yeah. You just arrived to the place. Yep. You could type in, hey, I'm not leaving. Because if it's a busy parking lot, people yeah. are going to see cars that yep. are with the engine running and be like, hey, maybe they're fucking off soon. He's, see, this is the one I'm. This, this is, is a great idea. This is the shit I'm talking about, dude. Dude. Yep. I love it. Or there like, can be a hundred people <laughs> in the room. I believe in you, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate. I'm really that appreciate one person that. that believes in you, uh, out of a hundred in the room. Man, this room. Man, this is so much, so much stuff in this room. I wish I had a place that I could store it. Do you know any place I could store some shit and maybe eat a steak? Yeah, dude. I know exactly where you can do that. Oh, do you mean Eric's Searle and Storage? Go to www.ericsearleandstorage forward slash I'm so sure guest for 15% off all meats. And um, he has this really good uh, like crust, this like this garlicky, this garlicky, peppery, salty crust. Oh, my God. It's so good. What's going on? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and just to be clear, that sale lasts forever. It's indefinite. Okay, it's so, a definite sale. Yeah, so get it before it runs out. Okay, but it goes on forever. Yeah, uh, there's nothing worse than when your indefinite sale expires. Oh, it's fucking terrible, dude. Uh, but yeah, Eric's Show and Storage probably the best deal uh, for uh, of the uh, century. Well, dude. you know what's funny? If you Google best places to store items and get a steak, it actually pops up right away. <laughs> It's got to be in the top. It's a very narrow, it's a very niche market. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Oh man, dude, I should have sold my fucking Greek shipping stocks like oh, man, a month and a half ago. Want. Fucking goddamn things. So there's things you forgot about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I forgot about. Forgot, I forgot to sell our forgot fucking to sell shipping. my fucking stock, man. Uh, but, uh, it'll come back. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Well, can't forget to uh, do that later. Maybe yeah. next year. <laughs> Things you forgot about. <laughs> oh, man. It'll be fine. But, uh... So, does... Actually, speaking of indefinite sales, does Black Friday just never end? Is it, like, black... So, here's the fucking thing, Is it, thing, like, dude. black Thanksgiving to Christmas? It's... It's... Yeah. Because on Black Friday, you look at the deals. You go, these deals aren't even really that fucking good. Nor do I want any of the shit that is a good deal. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> and then oh, the on like Black Martha. Saturday, you'll go on the website and every fucking website will still say Black Friday deals. Right. And then you're like, well, fuck, Cyber Monday is coming up. So then Cyber Monday comes up and you're like, oh, these fucking deals are also not that fucking so, but, good. But between Black Friday and Cyber Monday... Does everything go back to full price, or does it just kind no, of stay? No, dude. It's like still. It's okay. Black Friday from from Friday to Sunday, and then on Monday it's Cyber Monday, oh, and it's okay. fucking Tuesday at ten o'clock, and I'm pretty sure it's Cyber Monday still. And will probably be for at least another couple fucking weeks. Well. <laughs>
<laughs> so, so Cyber Monday actually just lasts like up until probably like I really think first week does. in January. I really think it does, dude. How about Cyber Monday? You can tell that phrase was created like before computers were what we use for <laughs> everything. Like, oh, it's oh, there's cyber sales. <laughs> oh wait, so if you buy stuff on the internet, which yeah, that makes sense because who the fuck does that? But it's still called Cyber Monday. Yeah, cyber is one of the most '90s terms ever. Yeah, I remember when cyber sex was the big term. I actually still. Oh wow! I still actually, whenever I hear the word cyber, this is like demonstrative of how. Like immature I am, but literally whenever I hear the word cyber, first term in the past in my head is cyber sex. Really? It's just ingrained because That's the first time I heard the word cyber, I think was the term cyber sex. You know what's weird is if you say cyber, I think of Robin Williams and then in my head I go, I believe in miracles. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Things you forgot about. <laughs> Yeah, can you explain? In, I forgot about that. Type in Bicentennial Man. Oh, Bicentennial Man. <laughs> yes, dude. But I don't know, man. When you say cyber, that's what I think of. You know what's so funny, man, is there You know, there are movies that kind of came out that like rivaled each other. Like there were, um, there was, Look actually, no, because Bicentennial fuck, Man, I was going to say it kind of rivaled AI Look in the same that. way that like Deep Impact rivaled Armageddon. But I think Bicentennial Man came out a few years before AI. AI is such a good movie, by the way. Dude, that Rob, that fucking robot looks Lo- so much like Robin Williams. It really it's does. Fucked. The slight underbite. Except his hair is like just a copper fucking dome ass motherfucking. That movie made thing. me sad. <laughs> I, I was really sad during that movie. Were you? Yeah. You know what movie's really sad is Patch Adams. Look how much it looks like him. It looks like him, yeah, but also not him. It does look like him. Um, but Patch that, Adams is sad. I did terrible. Yeah. I cried. I don't but, talk about it. I also cried during the Pokemon movie. You're kidding? No, I'm not. I mean, I was obviously like fucking like ten, but I did. It was uh, it was devastating. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, Pokemon <laughs> movie. I remember I was in fourth grade when that came out, and then uh, all the eighth graders, because all my cousins that were my best friends were in eighth grade. So they had their birthday party at Chunky's, and they were seeing Pokemon. Oh, God. And then I had a crush on one of my cousin's friends, Nicole, and, like, the first kind of date was at Pokemon. I'm friggin' telling. <laughs> yeah. So I was all psyched because I was in fourth grade. She was in eighth. So it was a big deal. That's a huge deal. I'm sure she was totally into fourth graders. No, she literally was because we ended up, like, sort of dating. And by dating, I mean, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, dude, you guys... Oh, it was awesome. No, it really wasn't. But but it actually was like the first date because I remember I put my arm around her. Jesus, and dude. And it was like a easy. big deal. I was like sweating everywhere. But I didn't go to puberty yet, so it was fine. I'm sure you were sweating everywhere. I was. I was nervous. And then I remember my sister, who was like uh, seven at the time, threw a soda can <gasps> for no reason. At you? No, no. Just threw it in the theater. Did she get kicked out? And there was this kid, Jose, that went to school with Corvo? Uh, Casey, and she, like, sliced his hand, like his <gasps> head open, and he had to get stitches. Because I remember she threw the soda can, and then you just heard, like, someone, like, yelp. Someone was like, hold up, wait. <laughs> and then and then we had to, like, go out in the hallway, and this kid was, like, gushing with blood. Oh, fuck. And then afterward, 
um, Annie and Anna were laughing hysterically, and I said, "What are you laughing at?" And then they said, "Annie's the one that that did that to that kid," and like nobody ever knew. They're laughing. They're like, "What's so, <laughs> like, what's so funny?" They're like, Annie "But meanwhile, me and Nicole, meanwhile, me and Nicole were uh, we holding f- hands. We finished the movie with my arm around her shoulder. Jesus, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> did it get? <laughs> I love how like the eighth grade romance is hilarious. So like you'd have your arm around some girl's fucking shoulder for so long. Yeah, and she was that, like two feet taller than me. Too. <clears throat> but it's for so long that like my there's arms there's a sweat stain from your arm around uh, her, her like on her shoulder. Oh god. And you just like will not let that hand go. Like will not pull that hand away for any fucking oh, god. reason. Just eighth grade. Fourth, man. I think fourth grade is when. And I'm being serious. I think if you did a full, like, year-to-year picture, I think fourth grade was when I was the best-looking version of myself. <laughs> no, I'm, de- I'm dead serious. I'm not I'm not even joking. I'll have to check this out. If you adjusted my fourth grade face for inflation or inflation, <laughs> I'd be a great-looking guy, but something happened along the way. But I just remember I had the confidence of, like, like Elvis Presley in 1958. And I just was, it was great. Such a cool so guy, by the time Pokemon came, I was sweating a little bit in terms of should I put the arm up? That was basically it. Yeah. It's like the whole pisser get off the pot. Like I was literally Did on, you do the yawn I thing? was the, on the edge of the diving board about to do the triple backflip. And the triple backflip ended up going very well, but it took me a little too long to get off the diving board because I was just too nervous about it. So did you do the yawn thing, or were you just so balling that you're like, I'm not going to even fucking... I know. I said, I don't... I said, yawning is means that I'm tired, and tired people are stupid. <laughs> so I literally just went... I just went for the arm. And it, you know what? It was great. Yeah, I'm Because sure I remember good. she liked me after that, and I think that lasted, like... Probably a, a few weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. Nice, I was going to say, it probably lasted an entire, I think, two calendar months. I remember having a girlfriend that I didn't even speak to. Yes, dude. Someone was like, hey, yes. man, she wants to be your boy, your girlfriend or whatever. I was like, all right, cool, man. And then, like, that was my girlfriend now, and I hadn't spoke. I didn't speak to she her. Was, so she went through a dating I firm? Think we, yeah, I think we spoke, like, once or twice. And I was like, hi. And she's like, oh, yeah, hi. <laughs> And, and then, then like, ran away. And then when she runs into you at a, a ten-year high school reunion, she's like, "Oh my god, I dated that kid." I mean, it wasn't high school. That's for fucking sure. No, but, I'm uh, saying when you. <laughs> no, I'm saying when you run into a reunion, she can have you know when she's pointing out to her now husband. Oh yeah, you, yeah. She goes, That's "Oh, my I was boyfriend." In, I was in That's actually grade. still my boyfriend because because we we never broke up. Yeah, break up. In those oh my days. god, wait, did I break up with him? And then you're standing there like a loser, just staring at her. <laughs> I probably have like three girlfriends I've never talked to at this point that I don't I have know about. at least two. But one I did talk to all the time on AIM or AIM. Yep, classic. So I did communicate with, but just face to face, I had nothing to say. What was your screen name? Summer Camp 13? Yep. Summer Su- Camp Pledge? Su- Summer Camp Pledge 13. Wow, dude, such a baller. Yep. Never I never shit. went to summer camp my entire life. Oh, actually, that's not true. I went to like an audio visual summer camp when I was in like fifth grade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fucking, you know. And I ended up doing lights for the wow. show. Wow. Real well-rounded, man. Yeah, I ended up doing the lights for the play. So it shows you how good <laughs> I was at the video side. Jesus. Hey, put down the camera. We're going to have you on lights. <laughs> isn't, it a, isn't it already a pre-recorded light show? Yeah, but you can hit the start and stop button. Hey, what are you doing over there, buddy? And I think that's when I started smoking. I was so bored. I just went out back, and <laughs> there was a... There was like a camp counselor out there, and I just bummed the smoke off him. And then better yet, they teach you if you're going to be a lighting tech, you have to smoke butts. Yeah, <laughs> they actually should do that. 
There's uh, you, like the, there are certain professions that you really just need to smoke. You pick up the camera. They're like, "What are you doing there, buddy?" You're like, oh, "I figured I'd do this." They're like, "No, no, no. You come with us. Yep. You're gonna be the lighting guy." Here. It's like every waitress born before 1995. Just whenever she's whatever restaurant <laughs> she's working at, like the first thing they do is give them a pack of smokes. <laughs> It's like when you this. join the police, like when you graduate from the police academy and they give you the badge and the gun. That's when you, gra- when, like when you get hired as a waitress, they give you the pack of 100 Pall Malls <laughs> and a lighter. Breathe deep. Breathe deep. But yeah, we're going on like a long time. What time? What? I don't know. I think like 40 minutes almost. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to fucking end it here, dude. Yeah, let's just end it. This was already pretty long and I'm sure no one's even going to have made it this Is far. Is anybody out there? If you've made it this far, uh, Venmo or... Uh, AIM me or wonder if I message. Wonder if anyone's left. Just let me know that you made it this far. If you send a dollar, we'll know that you're still out there. Or ask me for a dollar, and I'll send you one. See, this is a symbiotic relationship. You send us money, we send you money. You never lose money. You're just always, you know, everyone breaks even. Exactly. There if can you be dig- hundred. If you dig a hole in my backyard and fill it back up, and I do the same in your backyard, and what's the difference? We pay each other a thousand bucks. That's two jobs created and yep. two thousand dollars of revenue. Yep. Perfect. Everybody Perfect. wins. But um, yeah, so episode 11, um, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to rate and review. Uh, <laughs> and then follow Squick Squawk Sunshine on Instagram. Yep. Do it. All right. Do it live. Well, see you later. See you.